0: Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca.
1: Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future
2: ahead. I still
0: don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they
1: have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eason Hopkins. This is off your This is This is Cam Talbot. This is McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this. Is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob Stoffer. On the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 630 Shed.
0: Place for the Holinka Gretzky tournament, which got off with a bang last night. Canada, in front of roughly seven thousand plus fans, with a ten nothing blowout victory over the Swiss. This is Oilers now. What a show we have coming up for you today. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. 630 Chad uses Digitex for their copiers and their printers, and their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings at digitexsupplies.ca. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, in eight minutes' time, the general manager and president of hockey operations, a little bit of a summer checkup, we will hear from uh, Oilers General Manager Peter Chiarelli. At uh, 12.35 today, the uh, analyst for the Washington Capitals on NBC Sports Washington to talk about the team that turned out to be maybe the second biggest surprise in the NHL last year, the Washington Capitals. We mentioned we are here for the Holinka Gretzky tournament uh, we'll have some thoughts coming up actually in the first 5 minutes of the show for some of the participants last night in the 10-0 victory for Canada over the Swiss and at 1105 uh, today from Hockey Canada part of the Center Ice Summit Paul Carson and then at 135 today as he is every Thursday in studio for an hour and speaking of Thursday we will be out at Westlock Ford this Thursday and you can text us at any time on a Westlock Ford uh, text line 630-630. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olsen at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today. Mark Spector uh, will join us today for a hit at 135, and then he will join me, Starfront Spector, every Thursday live in the now brought to you by Horse Racing, Alberta, and it's a busy time of year. HRA celebrate the biggest day in Western Canadian racing, the 89th running of the Canadian Derby Saturday, August 25th at Northlands Park. We're on Twitter. You can tweet me at Oilers Now. You can, uh, or at the show at Oilers Now. You can tweet me Bob underscore Stoffer. You can tweet at producer Brad W. Brad Whisker, helping us out on the show here for the next several weeks on Oilers Now. And uh, we'll be hearing from Brad momentarily when we get to NHL today. But yeah, jam-packed edition. Again, Oilers General Manager Peter Shirelli at 12.15. Uh, Paul Carson from Hockey Canada at one oh five. Canada last night absolutely trouncing. The uh, Swiss, here's uh, head coach Andre Tureghe. On the first game impressions, Canada winning 10 nothing over Switzerland. Yeah, no, Really nice to see you. It's a little bit what, I, what we said before the game. I think we have a lot of depth in our lineup. We have four line can produce. We have uh, seven good defensemen. We have two good goalie. goalies. Uh, it's a good year for depth for our team, so we're really happy about the way we came out today. Canada got a big performance. Uh, multiple players had multiple points, obviously in a 10-0 victory. Uh, I was here. Uh, Canada was all four lines were going. It was a complete mismatch. This is a very good Canadian team with 11 WHL players. Ryan Suzuki is a consensus uh, potential first-round draft choice for the 2019 NHL entry draft, and he had this to say on the importance of establishing chemistry right um, from a get just anytime you put the 22 best Canadians on the ice, uh, things come together. So, um, Obviously, we got a lot of talent on this team, and um, we just gelled really well. All right, so Canada, they did gel. They win 10 nothing, and uh, we will get early into NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear. Brad Whisker will get us started first on the Holinka-Gretzky tournament. Brad?
1: That's right, Bob. Uh, other games happening today uh, aside from Canada Playing Slovakia tonight down at Rogers Place at 7 o'clock. We have Switzerland against Sweden, the Czech Republic against Russia, and the United States playing Finland. Again, Canada looking to improve to 2 0 against Slovakia tonight. Puck drop just after 7 o'clock at Rogers Place. The tournament itself will run through Saturday. Over the weekend in the NHL, the Anaheim Ducks signed goalie John Gibson to an eight year extension worth $51.2 million, an AAV of 6.4. The Golden Knights avoided arbitration with William Carlson agreeing to a one-year $5.25 million contract. New Capitals head coach Todd Reardon's staff is taking shape. The club announcing yesterday that both Scott Arneal and Reed Cashman will serve as assistant coaches and St. Louis Blues forward. Vladimir Tarasenko skated for the first time yesterday since undergoing off-season shoulder surgery. He expects to be ready in time for the regular season.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he's an absolute sniper. A lot of people think that St. Louis has significantly upgraded their hockey team, especially... Down the middle, of course, they bring in a pretty good player by the name of Ryan O'Reilly. And, oh, yeah, Tanner Bozak as well. So St. Louis has got some talent. Uh, For the Oilers, it was a fairly quiet summer. Peter Chiarelli will be coming up at 12.15 to discuss that. Edmonton's uh, big moves. They signed Miko Koskinen uh, and, uh, you know, That got made actually official after July 1st, but uh, rumors were out there for a while. Edmonton was one of the many teams that was uh, a potential suitor for Koskinen. They get Tobias Reeder on a one-year deal. How's the Oilers' right wing position going to shape up uh, for Edmonton? Uh, Where is Evan Bouchard going to be in the mix? I mean, uh, I know that uh, Team Canada's summer showcase for the upcoming World Juniors wrapped up and Tim Hunter was effusive in his praise of the performance of Evan Bouchard as Canada ultimately ended up uh, winning the uh, Summer Showcase Tournament. So lots to uh, get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. Again, uh, you can visit edmontonoilers.com, ticketmaster.ca for tickets to tonight's game, Canada versus Slovakia. Canada looked dominant. Absolutely dominant in last night's game. You can reach us anytime on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. The River Cree, August 12th, has Nazareth. August 16th, has the Little River Band. And coming up on September the 23rd, they have Steve earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. You can text us at 6 30, 6 30 again on our Westlock Board text line. We will be here uh, today and tomorrow for the helen Gretzky tournament and uh, those shows will be centered around this event. Uh, Lots of junior hockey talk on tomorrow's show as uh, we'll hook up with former Edmonton Oiler and current Kelowna Rockets head coach Jason Smith. We're going to have a couple of the younger general managers in the league, Kurt Hill of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Colin Priestner of the Saskatoon Blades. New way of doing business well, and we're uh, working just finalizing a couple more guests that are going to be participating in the Center Ice Summit that's going to be taking place later in the week. Good possibility we'll have both Jason Strudwick, who of course uh, does some work on another station in town and a uh, guy by the name of uh, Glenn Galtz and just finalizing those over the next uh, few hours. But it is twelve thirteen in Edmonton. We are going to step out for two minutes.
1: and I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment.
0: And uh, should have Edmonton Oilers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager, Peter Shearelli, when we come back in Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place proamsports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Proam Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Proam Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic. Hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer
1: on 630 Chad.
0: Saw Cam Talbot last week. It's 1215 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now, and we are live from the Halenka Gretzky Tournament here at Rogers Place. This event will be played in Edmonton in 2018, 2020, and 2022. Canada last night uh taking it to the Swiss and it was ugly 10 nothing 11 Western Hockey League players on the team we are pleased to be joined by the president of hockey operations and the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers Peter Shirelli. Peter it's Bob how you doing? I'm good Bob How you doing? Good uh I know you were here last night before we get to that uh how the last few weeks been for you? Uh
2: they've been relatively quiet um we've uh you know, we were kind of going about our business as far as got a couple of unsoxy, one unsigned player, So we are kind of picking away at that, um, just kind of doing some planning. We had a kind of a tragic right. event in our, within our organization. We lost uh, a, a very good friend of mine and a very good scout in Baklav Berta. So I was over in Prague there for the funeral. Um, but, you know, things go on and uh, and uh, we're moving here for the Holinka and, uh, and the Pretty soon the season's going to start.
0: Yeah, uh, he had a real zest for life. I know a lot about him. I didn't know him well, but uh, I know you were tight with him. So my condolences on that uh, on Thank that you. front. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned the one piece of business, and I, I guess I'll be honest on Oilers now. Since so much of the work got done uh, before, uh, that's the one question I get. I, this it's all part of the process in terms of Darnell. I mean, it's there's I, I know there's people. Oh, he hasn't signed. There, there's lots of restricted free agents like Darnell Nurse and. Darnell Darnell's in a situation that have yet to sign uh, deals at this stage. It's just part of the business, isn't
2: it? Yeah, they generally take longer. Um, obviously, he's a player we want to get signed, and and we will sign. Um, you know, there's just there's just different leverage points, and and it's no accident that there is a longer list of restricted free agents that happens every year, and, and Darnell's in that group.
1: Uh,
0: tell me this, Peter. I mean, not that we're going to ask you to totally reveal everything, but the, the talks kind of slow down around July seventh to tenth, maybe after a lot of organizations have wrapped up their uh, orientation camps and that sort of thing. In terms of, tra- uh,
2: a little. We, we we can keep a consistent dialogue. Um, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of a lull, and and but uh, you know I, I know they're generally they're important players if you look at the list, and uh, obviously. Um, the teams keep working away at it, but it, it just it, it's just not really in the limelight, and you don't hear about it because it's a bit of a slower process.
0: Edmonton Oter is president of hockey operations, and the general manager, Peter Schrelli, Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, Peter, 10 nothing last night for Team Canada, and as you know, I have a, uh, a, a slight bias towards the WHL. So last year was a tough year at the draft, just two first-round picks out of the Western League. 11 kids on this year's team. Uh, looks like a pretty good year from the West, and they certainly got off to a good start last night at the start of the scouting season, because this event really is, and you can maybe take us back to your days in the Ottawa organization, this event kind of is the start of the scouting season, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it, it, it kind of kicks off the, the scouting season. Um, nice to see the number of West. Bob, it, it uh, was a little drier year last year. Um but you know, a lot of scouts are in town. Um, we're actually using it as a, a little bit of a platform for a meeting with our group. Um, we have to reorganize a little bit with uh, with V's passing, backlash passing. But it it, uh, it 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 starts the, the scouting season, and it was you know it was a little um, um, awkward because when you haven't seen hockey in a while and you see it, but you get up to speed in a, a half a period, kind of like this week last night, first game.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the Oilers had three players that were also involved in the Team Canada World Junior Summer Showcase, uh, your first three picks in the 2018 NHL Draft, and we know how elated you were uh, with Evan Bouchard. Did you get a bit of a feel or in terms of the reports? I know Bob Green was out there, uh, but uh, 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 can you can you read too much into you know, this time of the year, or is it, or, or is it a, an opportunity to maybe see where some of your prospects are at?
2: Um, I don't read too much into it. Like he, he by all accounts, he had an outstanding uh, camp, which is, isn't surprising. Um, we're talking about Evan. Um, um, you know, it. it uh, he's, he's a very cerebral player. Um, I think they have a relatively young D uh, in Canada, so uh, I think they rested him a couple of games just, you know of his of his pedigree, and they have some younger guys that they want to have a look at, but. Um, he was really he was really good at our uh, development camp um, and he carried that forward there with a summer showcase so good 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 steps for Evan and and we'll see where he is in uh, at the rookie uh, rookie camp
0: I know the coach has had sort of a coaching symposium in in Cologne and I think you were there for a, a couple of those days uh, I was just wondering, when you're looking at the schedule for this year and the fact that the team starts over in Europe, does that maybe change the layout of how training camp and preseason might work? Like you might get down to fewer guys quicker, I don't know, You know, maybe you carry a couple extra players going into Germany, does does the trip to Europe change the scenario a bit for you?
2: A little bit, You, you try and get a little bit ahead as far as your roster assessment, so and then you, you, we're going to use the the time over there too is with some team building exercises. But yes, you try and get a little bit ahead. You're able to carry on your official roster a, a couple more players. So um, while you want to kind of pare down a little more quickly, you're also allowed to keep an expanded roster. So um, a lot of planning uh, on the on the itineraries on the days, and and uh, and you kind of get a sense of where you do that anyways, Bob, in in, in normal camp, but. A little bit ahead of the game before you go
0: over there. We're joined by Peter Shirelli, Bob Stoffer with you live from Rogers Place, where tonight Canada plays Slovakia, game number two of the holinka Gretzky Tournament. Uh, Peter, uh, lots of uh, questions, and and I know you briefly addressed this, but just on Miko Koskinen in goal because a lot of people haven't seen him. I, my understanding was there was a lot of interest out there around the league in this guy. He had a pretty impressive year over in the KHL, played well for Finland. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume there was multiple viewings on him and, and a lot of belief in his ability to come back to North America and really give you something.
2: Yeah, we we saw him quite a bit, and uh, he was uh, he's had uh, a few terrific years in the KHL Continental Hockey League. Tall, gangly, uh, really maturing at a later age, like like a lot of goalies do, and um, a lot of teams were pursuing him. Um, our, our team looked attractive to him um, for a couple of reasons. One being that all our goalies were at kind of the end of their contract so he could contend uh, going forward. He had multiple year offers from other teams, but he chose to take a single year offer with us for that reason. Um, he was over here in the summer. He met all our staff. He's uh, um, he's he's like he's one of these guys that mature late and, and had a very good uh, uh, three or four years maturation process overseas and... and and we had good viewings
1: and looking
0: forward to having him in our group. Uh, did the fact that Evan Bouchard fell to you at 10, did that change the scenario in terms of what you needed to add uh, for the defense? Given the fact that you've got all six. Now, we're not sure where Andre Sekra is going to, you know, how far back he is from that torn MCL. But the fact is you've got all six of the D back that were part of a 47-win team a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, so where does Evan fit? Um and how did he change our, our process yep. as far as acquiring, um, uh, a defenseman? Um, we, we were a little fortunate to have him drop. Um, but you know, the other teams had different needs. Um, he's, he's cerebral. I mean, he, it's a very fast league. It's a very strong league. He's, he's a later birthday. So he's a little older than some of the other guys. So he's got that going for him as far as uh, contending for a spot. Um, it, it, it did spur our search. Um, uh, doesn't mean we've stopped our search, but it tempered it, and, and uh, um, to get a player like that in the mix, who really has a lot of the things that we are looking for in the D, that uh, uh, across NHL
0: rosters, and,
2: and so yeah, it tempered. It, but we're always looking to improve the back end, and there are still some question marks there, as you mentioned. So. We'll see where
0: that goes. All right, you, I, I think you got some strength down the middle. Obviously, Brodziak's going to help out. You got the option of playing at center, though he's likely to play in the wing. Strom looked better at center down the stretch. Right wing's a bit of a question mark. Um, I, the question I get is: Are the orders, Would you guys consider bringing a couple guys in on a PTO and maybe competing for a fourteen spot? Yeah,
2: yeah we've we've talked to we've we've talked to uh, uh, a number of uh, players on PTOS. Uh, we're going to look at the waivers to see what what's available there. Um, we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of take it slowly because we also have some guys that may compete um, and and beat out guys uh, younger players that may may be in that category. So we're going to take it slowly. I know I've been asked quite a bit about that 14th forward. So the, the answer is we're going to take it slowly. We've there are still a lot of players out there, but we want to make sure we have the right one. And and if we it means keeping a spot. open, and waiting for the waiver wire during uh, preseason then maybe that's what we'll do also
0: in theory do you believe that Tobias Reeder could maybe be a I don't know an 18 to 22 goal score instead of a 12 to 16 goal score is that feasible if he got more of an opportunity maybe to play with a guy like dryseddle
2: I, I think his game has that platform Bob uh, he hasn't done it yet but he has speed he has something to prove and he's still young and he can play both sides so he's got he, the opportunities there for him. He does have uh, he does have the, the offensive capacity, although he hasn't done it yet. Um, he shows flashes. He's a terrific penalty killer too. So that that really hasn't been said much, but he's a very good
0: penalty killer also. Right. And that might change the dynamic, even allow you to cut back the minutes with Connor. Exactly. Uh, youth has always served. I mean, you're, I, I don't know precisely where you go this summer, but I think you spend some time back in that Boston area and you look at the Red Sox and they got all those, you know, 22 to, they got a whole group, 22 to 27. They got the best team in baseball and youth has served in hockey too. And more so than ever before. And I, I guess that, you know, that provides opportunities, but it also teaches us to be patient, which brings us to yes, a poly i mean you took this guy fourth overall i think people forget sometimes that he's still just a 20 year old kid
2: yeah he uh i mean i guess where he was picked people expect more immediate returns he's he's shown a lot of progress um he's he's getting more mature we tend to forget he's a, a northern thin. he's from up in the in the farmlands and he's he still has that maturation process going as far as just being it's just living in north america and and uh and just being a professional, um, so he's—I he, mean, he's like I mean, this kid's a horse, and he can score, and and he's still learning, and uh, his learning curve maybe is a little bit uh, more shallow than some of the guys drafted around him. But he will be there in the end, and uh, I think you're going to see big things this year from him.
0: Peter, we appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, joining us. Enjoy the week. I I think you're going to go to a This is a a pretty cool collection of hockey minds uh, here in Edmonton over the course. That's the final thing I was just going to ask you about the Center Ice Summit and all the things going on. It's a real opportunity for Edmonton to showcase itself, but also for the hockey community to really uh, gather and share some information, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's a a good good week. It's a good forum. We're going to have a lot of... uh... Uh, events here uh, more towards the latter part of this week um, you know I'm speaking in a couple of panels I know Todd and uh, and Glenn Gox are coming in and uh, I'm speaking on, you know, on a panel with um, Brad living from Calgary and, and Kevin Che off from Winnipeg um, it's kind of exciting but uh, you get you get the, the great hockey and then you know if from the people that work in the business you get to share a lot of ideas and be part of it so uh, looking forward to the rest of the week
0: here Peter thank you for your time all right, thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Peter Shirelli. He's the vice president of hockey operations and general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Bob Stoffer with you on uh, Oilers Now. And uh, we, at 1228, are going to uh, head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're going to hook up with our old friend, Alan May. You guys love him? He's got a different perspective on the game. This is Oilers Now.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon.